Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. I'm supporting all my favorite Bay Area teams. Who are you rooting for? From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Hello, hello. Welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host, Polina Edmonds, and today's episode is going to be on a subject that isn't really touched on too often, and that is rink environment. So let's get into it. The basis of this episode is that it is crucial for a young athlete environment to be positive. We really want to make sure that young skaters and, you know, any young athlete in any environment they train in has an uplifting, positive environment that they are learning good things from, not bad things. So this is an example of a poor environment that is from my training facility, my training environment, that impacted me negatively at the time. So I was working with a coach who was gossiping a lot. He was gossiping with my best friend, who she was also a skater at the rink and she had these 5 a.m. sessions with him. During these sessions, He would be chatting with her about inappropriate things that did not relate to her lesson or her skating. He would be talking about me, asking her questions about what I was doing at school, what I was eating, specifically where I was hiding secret chocolate, where I was going to party and whatnot, and, you know, just questions that he was was digging. He was digging for information, and, of course, she would go and she would tell me. And so, of course, I felt super uncomfortable to learn that he was doing this to my best friend and he must have known that she would have, you know, obviously told me afterwards. And during my own lessons with him, he was making a lot of side remarks to me about my weight, about, again, what chocolates I was eating, who I was seeing at school, parties that I was going to, etc. It just, he wasn't making these remarks about my skating or my lesson with him. It was, you know, about my own personal life or choices I was making. And it, it hurt me a lot to have these side remarks be made. And then the same coach was also making snarky comments about ex-students of his to his own current students. So he would be making choreography remarks. You know, he would talk about this girl he used to work with and watch her. And he would be in the middle of a lesson and just look at her and make this comment to his skater like, oh, oh my god, did you see that? Oh god, oh god, look at that. Oh, like, you know, of her new choreography from a different choreographer. And that's just so poor because that destroys the respect for this other coach or this other choreographer in a young skater's eyes. There there shouldn't be any remarks. So a current example, this coach at my ice rink, he makes these bad remarks about non-students of his to his current students, and then his students goes and tells the others. What does this create? This creates a gossip culture in the ice rink. So professionalism is necessary to a healthy work environment. This applies to young kids too, right? So when we think about a healthy work environment, a lot of times we're thinking about corporate offices, big organizations, 
businesses. But if we're working in a training facility with young kids, it is absolutely necessary to be professional at all times because you're working with minds that are learning and developing from everything around them at a huge rate, right? Teenage girls who enter puberty are very emotional and sensitive. Coaches cannot be gossiping with young girls. It's just not appropriate and it is detrimental to their own mental health. Adolescent girls in today's decade have the highest rise in rates of reported mental health issues, depression, and suicide. Coaches cannot facilitate this negative behavior that is potentially extremely harmful to these young girls' growth. Then that begs the question, what is a good environment? A good environment is a rink with positive interactions, so this means both coaches and skaters. It doesn't matter who you take from, skaters can all be friends, and it doesn't matter which coach has who, there shouldn't be catty gossip that can get back to the kids. That's really the most important thing, that anytime you're talking about other skaters or other coaches, it shouldn't be something that kids are retaining and taking and learning and then having them go and tell other skaters or other coaches, you know, it just creates this environment of distrust and dishonesty and it it makes the kids focus on things other than themselves and their own skating and that's the real flaw. So think about it. When you look for a job, you see the company's values, their morals, how they treat employees. Bad management at the top of the pyramid has a trickle-down effect to the rest of the company. The same can be said for training facilities for young athletes. If the adults in the rank, the coaches, the parents, are creating a culture of gossiping and stepping on each other's toes, it trickles down to the skaters. It's rare for any kid to make it to the top, the big leagues, you know, the 1% that make it to international skating. But what morals and lifestyle lessons do we hope all kids learn from sports? We hope that they learn hard work that they learn discipline, they learn time management, diligent behavior. You want your kid to be humble, respect other athletes and coaches, and focus on themselves, most and foremost. You don't want an environment of young kids who are learning the gossip about other skaters, be jealous of other skaters, care what other skaters are doing or who they're taking from, and have it affect their personal relationships with these kids off the ice. We need to build a culture of positive work success not tear each other down. I think parents should also be displaying exemplary behavior, especially because they're the ones that kids are looking up to the most in a lot of cases. If your kid can hear you gossiping about other skaters to other parents or coaches, it affects them. Remember that kids are always listening and attentive to things they know they aren't supposed to hear. How can a child develop a steady sense of focus on their own progress if attention is always being drawn and diverted to other skaters and their flaws? In the future, they're going to be repeating this behavior rather than transcending that and really honing in on their own skill. So, adolescents. The current standard for this sport is to favor the pixie. So let's talk about that. Right now, there's a huge trend in the skating world, in international skating, where we have a lot of really young teenagers, girls 14, 15, 16, who are doing quads, right? They're doing these crazy jumps. They're doing triple-triple combinations at 12 and 13, all these different things. Our current U.S. national champion had a triple axel at 
13 years old, 14 years old, we are glamorizing this tiny, tiny body, this small body. And by the time these girls kind of go through puberty and they maybe don't last, we're seeing it time and time again right now with current Russian skaters who have one or two years on the field and then they start growing and there's just a new pixie to replace them. And they can't last because their technique is hindered by their puberty. Obviously, this has a huge effect on young skaters who are currently trying to get to the top. If they're seeing skaters who are tiny pixies, they themselves are going to think they need to be tiny pixies in order to succeed, in order to get to the top. It's really crazy to see how this has completely shifted and changed since, you know, five years ago when I was out on the scene. When I was the 15-year-old on the ice, I was always told I needed to wait my turn wait to grow into my woman's body so I would look more mature on the ice, fill out more, be more attractive to the judge's eye and the general public, right? And that made a lot of sense to me, and I always knew that I wanted to be a fully developed skater on the ice because when I was growing up, I was seeing skaters like Yuna Kim, Carolina Kostner, Mawasada, Shizuka Arakawa, Caitlin Osmond, and even within the own ranks of U.S. ladies skating, I was competing with adults. I wasn't competing with kids my own age, right? So with Ashley Wagner and with Gracie Gold, they were these beautiful women who I, of course, looked a lot younger than, and my body type was so different than theirs because they were fully developed and they were able to transcend in every way. But a lot of kids now are looking to, you know, the young pixies and they're afraid of this puberty, right? They're afraid of the puberty monster because it means that their career is going to end in a lot of ways. The sport isn't really favoring the fully developed ladies anymore. Um, And so, of course, that's crazy to see. And I'm glad that right now in U.S. ladies skating, at least, we do have some beautiful women who are representing right now, right? Mariah Bell, Brady Tunnell, Amber Glenn, Karen Chen. You know, there's, there's a lot of skaters who are just in their adulthood already and showing that you can be the best after you've gone through puberty. Before I continue with this topic... I just want to give a little shout out to Plexiderm. So to all you skating moms out there, with Plexiderm, all you need is 10 minutes and you can look 10 years younger. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes. It visibly reduces wrinkles, fine lines, and even under eye bags in minutes, and the results will last for hours. You can try a six application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit triplexiderm.com and use the code believe. Again, that's triplexiderm.com and use the code believe, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout. And this isn't to say that people who haven't gone through puberty, skaters who are at their peak, you know, when they're 13, 14, 15, 16, that they're not as good. They are good. It's just, it's a different category. It's really hard to compare those. Everybody has their own time, right? So, With that standard for favoring this pixie, when young girls are going through puberty, they're subject to intense scrutiny from so many eyes. It's hard enough to go through puberty on your own without sports, without anybody just going to school, you know, you are uncomfortable with your body changing, you don't feel confident in what's happening. That's already hard, but to do it on the stage where you know so many other skaters are watching you, so many other parents are watching you, all of the coaches are watching you, That takes a lot of strength that comes from within, right? Mental strength to kind of shut that all out and not pay attention to it. But it also, it makes these girls have the most scrutiny for their own bodies. It's themselves who are their biggest critics. 
they hate their body for changing because we've developed this attitude that when your body starts to change, you lose your jumps, you don't skate the same, and it's just undesirable. You aren't the skater you used to be. And of course, girls are scared of that. They don't want to have their best days be behind them. But a lot of skating now shows that your best days are when you're young. And especially if parents are gossiping about you and the way you've changed, right? Maybe you're slower and maybe your jumps aren't lifting off the ground as much, all of this different stuff. That hurts to hear. I remember I had parents come up to me while I was going through my bodily changes saying, oh, like you look like you've gained some weight or wow, you looked like you lost some weight. It wasn't helpful for me to hear that from strangers who weren't close to me. I didn't want to hear that people were watching me so intensely and scrutinizing my body that that wasn't helpful for me and that just mentally wore me down a little bit. Same thing if coaches are gossiping about you. When I had coaches gossip about me and my own weight, that was super detrimental to myself. I, I didn't feel confident in myself. I felt like everybody was watching me with this negative outlook and this critical eye. And it it just made me hate the fact that my body was becoming a woman. And that is not something that young skaters should be going through. We should be working to develop the skater with their growth. Not trying to hinder growth or ignore it and talk poorly behind their backs. That's just not the way we should be going about it. It's not healthy. That's the biggest thing. It's not healthy physically for girls to be going through being pushed to eating disorders because they want their bodies to stay smaller. They don't want to gain weight. They don't want to change or having all these different mental issues because their body is changing and there's nothing they can do about it. So how do we combat it? How do we help develop the skater with their growth and help celebrate it? One of the ways, right, is more mature music and more mature choreography and programs to help their new bodies. Maybe you're not the pixie that can do these kind of juniorish programs anymore and have it work for you because you're a little sprite that's super fast and can just spin their jumps. Maybe now you look more like an adult, your body's changing, and so you're ready to take on the choreography of a woman, a romantic program, a program with classical music that you couldn't quite envelope before. There's ways that we can help develop their musicality and their choreography and make them enjoy this process of becoming a woman. There were programs that I had done that I couldn't do when I was 14 because my body just wasn't physically developed enough for it yet. If I had tried to do my Moonlight Sonata program when I was 14 instead of 17, it would have had a completely different effect. Even now, for me, when I do one of my favorite styles right now is like Latin ballroom. It looks completely different when I do it now because I'm fully developed as a woman versus if I had tried doing it when I was 13 or 14, when I just had sticks as my arms and my legs. It, it wouldn't have had the same effect. If a skater that used to be very petite little pixie is going through a growth change where she does not look like a pixie anymore, she shouldn't be using the same music that she used when she was a sprite. She needs to be changing style to combat the change in her body. Of course, if you're doing the same cutesy program that you used when you looked like a sprite, it's going to look a lot worse because you just don't look like that anymore. And that gives the opportunity for people to really criticize you and say, wow, she got so much worse or she's just not the skater she used to be. And it's because you're still trying to fit in that box when you've outgrown it. You need to develop your skating alongside the development that's occurring in your body. 
right? So if a skater has this drastic change where all of a sudden she doesn't look the way she used to, if she's skating in a different style that makes her look more mature, people are going to go, wow, she's grown so much. This is great for her. Not, wow, she's just not as good as she used to be. That's really important that I think a lot of people don't always realize or understand. And that's why we as skaters and especially people as coaches need to be recognizing and seeing that and helping a skater grow both with their bodies and with the tools they're given on the ice. By taking a positive spin on it, right, girls can come to love that part of their growth and their body and develop it rather than despise it. The mental health of these young girls is very dependent on both how they and those around them react and embrace their changes. They're already going through this fear of they might lose their jumps, they might need to do this and that to kind of keep them. They're really afraid of how this transformation is going to affect their career and their skating. So if everybody around them is reacting negatively and gossiping about them and making it that much harder for them to change they mentally are just going to be so beaten down and hate their natural bodies. For me, I started at 15 competing on the big arena, on the huge stage. And then I tried to come back at 19 and I'm still on this big stage where now my body's completely different from when I was 15. Not a lot of skaters go through that, right? Some people are on when they're 15 and then they die out through puberty or they become great skaters when they're already fully developed. So when those of us who do change on the big stage, on the big arena, it's really essential for there to be support from everybody watching. These skaters are already going to be at war with themselves and what they need is a positive reinforcement that change is okay and that they have support to go through it, not that they should be trying to put themselves in a box and keep it from happening. For a lot of skaters, it can take a few years for your hormonal levels to stabilize. You might be tiny and then go through a few years where you're changing and it it hits you like a truck, but then after that it levels out and then you can be great again. It's, It's a huge step to go through that change and then have success as an adult. Either that's going to happen or puberty can end your career. Everyone has their own time and we shouldn't be putting a label on when the best age or the best body type is. Coaches and skaters both need to be honest with themselves and accept that, and everyone needs to be ready for that potential outcome, because it's already mentally hard enough to be going through that without having a sense of reality and a sense that it's going to be okay no matter what. So yeah, bottom line, pay attention to your rink environment, and if you find that your rink environment is not the most positive when it comes to this kind of stuff, think about what you can do to reinforce this positive mindset in your own child, your own skater who is at the ice rink, and think about the ways that you can help others in the ice rink recognize these toxic behaviors and make change. Whether or not your skater becomes a nationally ranked athlete, and an internationally ranked athlete, an Olympian, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, all these kids are learning skills and they're learning life lessons that they're going to take with them for the rest of their lives. So that's when you need to ask yourself, what do I hope my kid takes away? What are they learning in this rink environment? What are they really getting from in this rink environment? I hope you enjoyed this episode. Keep letting me know what kind of topics you guys want me to talk about. Follow me on my Instagram. That's where I'm promoting this. My username's at Paulina Edmonds and let me know what you thought of this episode. Can't wait to talk to you guys more next week. Bye.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.